Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is a shortish clip intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. The current focus is on seasons because life is in seasons. And because life is in seasons, we need to learn from the one who knows. Because a lot of time when in life seasons that are different from what we've experienced. So we want to learn from the one that knows the end from the beginning, right? To learn and learn from the Holy Spirit. So each time I'm grateful because the episode that you listen to on Jonas Spirit is in Holy Spirit inspired. I'm just happy and thankful to be used as a vessel for this particular purpose. So I would encourage you to learn with me. We have podcasts five times a week, Monday to Friday. We have a vodcast on Thursday and Friday on YouTube. Um, podcast airs on all podcast platforms. And also, we do a word on Saturday and a recap on Sunday. So what I encourage you to learn with me are on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. So I would encourage you to learn with me. Thank you. I'm going to continue from our conversation we've been having over the last couple of months. We're still discussing Joseph, and here we're discussing Joseph's seasons because life is in seasons. And we're learning from these seasons and using those learnings and putting it in our own life, right? There's so much to learn from the story of Joseph in the Bible. It is phenomenal. Too many lessons to learn. So today I want to discuss an area I found very interesting: how to approach, you know, kings approaching people of higher ranking. And I'm going to read Genesis 43 verses 11 to um, 15, and I will discuss afterwards. I feel like in this part, Jacob had a fantastic way of how he saw and how to approach people that were of higher ranking. Now, this is where they had a second famine. They were hungry. And Jacob obviously, you know, told his sons, you know, go and get food from wherever. Go back to Egypt and get food. And he had to take Benjamin because Joseph had asked to see Benjamin if they ever come back. So, um, because of that, he now tells them what to do. He says, and I read from verse 11, he says, And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, that is, if Benjamin must go, then do this. One, take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a present for the man. A little balm and a little honey, spices, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also and arise and go back to the man. And may God Almighty give you mercy before him that he may release your other brother and Benjamin. If I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took the present and Benjamin, and they took double money in their hand, and arose and went down to Egypt, and they stood before Joseph. I find this quite interesting, the way Jacob or Israel thought about how to approach Joseph, that was already the prime minister in Egypt at that time. And he was very specific. The first thing he said it was, take the best fruits of the land in your vessel and carry down a present for the man. Let's start with the best fruits. In our life today, how are we approaching these people in authority? I come up with our best ideas, our best thoughts. How are we approaching these people in authority, as an example? 
How are we going about it? Because it's very important to remember who we are addressing and the audience we are going to meet. A lot of times we say, okay, we will ensure, we will show skill, we will show all these things, but there are simple things that are so important for these people that we need to show. The first thing here says best fruits. In my mind today, I'm thinking best ideas, best things from the land, whatever the fruits may mean to you and also mean particularly to the person that you are taking the fruits to. It could be ideas, it could be thoughts, it could be fruits, it could be food, whatever it is, but the best, the best. It's so important because this is reverencing. This is honor. You are going to honor, you know, somebody in authority. So people think it's sucking up, you know, if I tell my life, I thought, okay, that's too much, you know, but I'm like, actually, no, it is honoring people in authority. I don't find it um, as common these days as I had seen before, but it is just as important. We need to honor, we need to have the culture of honoring those that are in authority. Um, like, like you would do a king, right? Next it says is, carry down a present for the man, you know, a gift. Now, gifts come in different forms and different ways, and it also depends on who you are going to meet. Some people will not like physical gifts, but they will like gifts of great ideas or great books, whatever it is. Have you studied the person in authority that you're going to meet and what exactly they will consider as honor? In this situation, many of the things that he referenced in this verse, so he said a little balm, a little honey, spices, mirror, pistachios and almonds were quite well you know known in the land of egypt and known for something that was great known for important herbs in the land of egypt so it was very very key and obviously the mind of authority would understand that okay this is a key part of my culture this is a key part of what we value in egypt and so for them is honor is reference how do we approach those in authority it's a culture that we need to imbibe we need to imbibe it is so important and i just wonder you know yes the bible shows when they gave him the gift as well and let me read that so it says that in verses 26 says and when joseph came home they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down before him to the earth then he asked them about their well-being and said, Is your father well and the old man of whom he spoke of, is he still alive? You see here, it also shows how important it is to even present that gift clearly. There's a gift and also the presentation. Now, this is clearly a prophecy and then the dream of Joseph being coming to pass. The first in where he saw that his brothers bowed before him. That's fine. But particularly, you see that they were doing it in reference to his authority. It wasn't a thing of, okay, because in the past, they were like, oh, how can I bow before my brother? It's, it's impossible. But here, they were doing it in reverence, in honor of the authority that Joseph had. A lot of times, we think we are bound to the person, but actually, we are bound to the authority that the person has. The same way, you know, I remember when they say one meets the king, they courtesy, they reverence, you know. Things like that are so important. 
they may not seem so obvious in this current day, right? Because culture is changing, people don't see the need for it and all that. But whatever way it is in the culture of the person and in your culture of how to reverence, maybe it's handshaking, whether it's smiling, whether it's courtesy, whether it's speaking, you know, respectfully, whatever it is. We need to imbibe those things in our everyday life as we meet different people of authority and anyone else anyway. It's so important. And I learned that the Bible has given us a clear example of what to do. Remember culture, bring the best fruits, bring the present. And all this can be seen as examples of what to do, but then they can mean different things. You know, gifts can be, you know, ideas, different things entirely. But the whole point is that we need to learn how to reverence authority. It's so important. And the Bible is very clear on it. And you see that after they bow to him and give him the presents, what does he do? He asks about their father. Or how is he doing? And so he's responding to what they have done for him. It's an important fact. So let's remember that whenever we're speaking to those in authority, we need to learn to honor. Honor is so important. It's, it's a culture that needs to be put through. And honor means different things to different people. But just know that do the honor in the way it means for the other person. So, for example, in a culture, someone would rather be referred to as a Mr. A or Mr. B or Mr. C, not A, B or C. How does the person you're going to see, how, how do they want to be referenced? How do they want to be called? Simple things that are so important. We have to learn the culture as well. We can't just, you know, say, oh, no, I don't understand my culture, so I can't do it. No. When you look at it through the lens of honoring, reverencing, then things change. Even the gifts you say you give, the services you offer, will be aligned to what you know these people want to see. And it opens doors. It opens doors. Here they are in Joseph's house, you know, speaking to him there, and they had a lovely dinner afterwards. So here's more of a small reminder to remember to honor, reference people. Those are in authority, yes, but even others as well. Reverence people is important. No matter where we are, what we are, who we are. So thank you for listening to me today. God help us cultivate a habit, cultivate a culture of honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you and I love you. Bye.